Welcome everyone once again to Empowerment of Faith, Kingdom Center for Ambassadors. If you haven't already, please like and subscribe to our YouTube channel here at EOFKC. All right, and if you haven't already, go ahead and check out our website, EOFKC.org. Uh, there you can see uh, the different shirts that we have available for sale. You'll also see the books that are available and you'll see uh, different teachings that we have on there as well. Um, so without further ado, let's go ahead and get into this message. Uh, I have limited time and, you know, I'm excited to get into this part two of a man was designed to live by faith. Let's go ahead and get that title up. So if you were able to catch the last teaching, you know, what we really discussed was just the design of man according to scripture because everything that we do we want to go back to scripture we don't want to separate ourselves as kingdom citizens from our constitution uh if we look at our constitution we'll see what define our rights what defines uh you know the makeup of this country uh or you know and just saying who we are that's where we get that understanding from and what i'm referring to is the original scriptures and the reason I say original scriptures is because we know that the Bible had, which means book of books has been translated and transliterated. We also know that some books were burned. So excuse me, in order to get uh, original understanding of what the father wanted his people uh, to, uh, to read, <laughs> to know, you know, we have to go back to the original truth. Uh, along with it being, you know, the transliterations, which mean when someone translated, they put in what they thought it meant. It may have not been necessarily what the Holy Spirit thought it, but that's why we study the original language. That's why, you know, we look at the Madu Neder. All right. We look at those Hebrew letter words and we don't allow ourselves to become complacent with just a translation. All right. What we're looking for is the father's thoughts, the father's precepts. And when we're getting back to uh, the original design of man, that is what is so important is what was the father's original idea for man, especially when it, when it comes to man living by faith, because we hear it so much. So we know that was the original plan for uh, man and everything. We talked about that at the end of the last session, but what we're gonna do before we get to that again, we're going to do a slight review uh, and just want to go over some things that uh, I didn't cover last time. All right. So let's go ahead and hit this slide again, right here, looking at designs. All right. And so I talked about the animals, you know, a fish wasn't designed to fly. A bird wasn't designed to swim. We understand those things. Uh, one thing I want to point out here is the cheetah. So we know that a cheetah uh, is one of the, the fastest land animals. And if I, it may be the fastest land animal. So with the cheetah being the fastest land animal, we know that that's what the cheetah was designed for. That's why it, it is the way it is. You know, we can't have a, a turtle compete with a cheetah no fast. You know, no matter how fast the, uh, the turtle thinks he is, he wasn't designed to run as fast uh, as a cheetah, all right? And so that's the thing is that a cheetah was designed to run between 50 to 80 miles per hour. That's the design of that cheetah. But if that cheetah never knows that's what it was designed to do, if it had the mind, if it didn't have the mindset or understanding its capacity of what it could do, then it may never reach that 
uh, potential of running like that, if that makes sense. You can hint, a cheetah can, or in, really what I'm referring to is a person. A person can hinder what they can do based off the limitation of their mindset, all right? Uh, because so many times, uh, and specifically dealing with people when it comes to living by faith, if we don't understand that we were designed to live by faith, we don't understand that the word can keep us from stumbling because, you know, when we're living out the word and what I'm getting to is that definition of faith, then we understand we're living the same way the father does. If we don't believe that we have that capacity to live out the word the same way the father does, then we'll never do it. Um, so how weird would it be to see a slow cheetah, you know, because <laughs> if, it, if it just had that mindset, well, I can't do it, so I'll never try it. So that's the same way with people today. And that definition that I was speaking of, it comes from here. It comes from that uh, Hebrew word, imuna, um, or amen. I'm sorry, amen. That's what I meant. And faith is living our lives the same way the father does. All right. So the, the thing about it is if we don't believe that we can do it, if we don't believe the word, then what we're doing is, again, we're setting limitations on not what the father can do, because we know the father is, uh, you know, he's omnipotent, that he's omnipresent, that he can basically do um, anything. He's a sovereign ruler. But we know that what his limitations are set is by his word. But the thing about his word is that his word supersedes a lot of things that we have in life. And what, what I'm saying is, is that when we have occurrences in life, uh, such as sickness, we know that it wasn't the Father's will for us to be sick. If we see in Scripture, we see that Yeshua, that when he laid hands on the sick, they were healed. That's because the Father wanted us to be healed. His word was there to heal us, all right? So that's what I'm saying about living by faith and not allowing limitations to set in, all right? Um, we are we see that the Father is limited to his, to his word, and that's what we are to live by, is, is to live by his word, but nobody... I shouldn't say nobody. Not everyone believes that they can live up to his word because you hear the sayings that we're all a sinner saved by grace. We all have our shortcomings. Uh, what's another one that uh, someone may feel as though that um, they still going through something that this is, you know, that they can't get past this. They're holding on to something. It's always something, something that keeps somebody from living a true life or living truly by faith. All right. To carry out the word. Um, but that's not what that wasn't the father's intentions that, you know, that's a trick of the enemy. The enemy wants us to believe that there are things that we can't do. And one of the things that I teach my especially my son, I teach him, him this all the time because uh, he all he's always saying I can't do this and I can't do that. One thing that I instill in him is stop using the word I can't and ask me how you can or ask me to show you, uh, because as soon as we say I can't. Um, then we cut ourselves off from being able to do it. We shut ourselves off in that belief system, all right, uh, in that realm of that belief system. You understand the six stages of conformity, then you understand that once you accept the idea that you can't, then there ha another idea has to come in and tell you that you can, all right? So um, and, and what I'm saying is, is I'm saying this because the thing is, you know, because people are designed to live by faith, there's a lot of things that we can do, all right? And there's a lot of ways that people actually do use their faith all the time. And so I'm going to give you some examples here um, because we talked about examples of living by faith on earth. According to scripture, we saw uh, Yeshua do it. 
when he was telling the um the the waves when he said shalom uh when he turned the water to wine you know we know that the very earth was subject to what he was saying because you know elohim created the world created us to have dominion over the world all right but there are people who aren't even born again you know um who have more faith i say than believers and if you look at uh, to some of the most people that i feel with faith <laughs> are atheists all right because it takes a lot of a lot of faith to believe that there is you know no elohim there is no creator all right it takes a lot of faith to believe that to believe you know that you know it was just everything that happened was just happenstance you know that there was no no one thing that set everything in order or a one uh being let me say that all right so we're gonna see how people who aren't born again how they use their faith all the time so let's look at it here the first thing is starting the car all right so when people go to start their car they expect their car to start all right unless they're having problems with their car but if they have no problems with their car, you know, they expect the car to start. They don't, you know, they expect the brakes to work. They expect there not to be a flat. If something like that does happen, then uh, what you have is someone, you know, this is ruining my day. This is going to set me back from work. Like people don't get up an hour early and check their car before they get in it. The people that you see do things like this are, you know, truck drivers because they have to do like a, a pre-trip. And that's because they drive all the time. And they want to make sure there aren't any issues with the vehicles. But those that are casual drivers, they don't expect their car to have any issues. So um, they just get in the car and go. <laughs> all right. So and that they're using their faith that they're believing that um, everything's going to go well. When people leave for the day, they expect to come home. I mean, that's using your faith. You're believing that that's what's going to take place today. All right. Uh, sitting in a chair. When somebody sits in a the chair, they're not checking the legs. They're not checking the seat. You know, they're not checking behind the seat. They're not doubting that their chair is not going to do what it was designed to do, which is to hold their weight. All right. Another one is getting on a plane. Some people talk about they fear getting on a plane. They fear this. They fear that. But ultimately, they end up doing it. And if they were truly afraid or did not expect that plane to reach the destination, they wouldn't get on it at all. All right. So in that people use their faith to get on the plane. And the biggest one, or one of the biggest ones, because the next one's pretty big too, is a job, all right? A lot of people put uh, faith in their jobs. And the reason I say that is because a job can provide steady income, all right? Um, because if someone, they can sit down and calculate how much they are going to make each week, each day, each month, and because they know they're working so many hours at this job, so that they know their job can because they have that job, they can afford certain things based off what their job can provide. Now, the thing is, is that a job can cap how much you can make. Uh, people never want to bring that point up. All right. A lot of times you're looking at, well, you know, if uh, I start a business and I fail, I lose everything. But I, I look at it as, well, if with a job, I'm capped at what I make. All right. So uh, a lot of people put faith in their jobs. And because they have that job or a good job, quote unquote, they feel like their lives are stable. Even a lot of um, uh, Christians, and, and I say Christians because that's one thing that I was taught, you know, you, you go to school, you get a good job, you go to church. You know, that, that was one thing that I, I'll say more so I accepted because that's that's what I saw. That's what uh, was kind of pushed on me. All right. But the thing is, is that we're never to put our faith in a job. If you look in scripture, 
we'll see that it wasn't a job that was providing for Abraham. You know, we'll see that uh, Abraham was very wealthy because it was Elohim that uh, blessed or, you know, empowered Abraham. All right. Um, we see that in Yahshua 1 and 19, Elohim said, if you be willing and obedient, you'll eat the good of the land. He, he never said that if you be willing and obedient, I'll give you a good job. All right. That that's 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 not scripture. All right. So the thing is, is that um, people have allowed uh, the use <laughs> of their faith or, you know, you see the design of it here. They're using it in ways that wasn't uh, designed by Elohim. All right. Uh, I mean, th there's nothing wrong with, you know, believing that these things will do what they're going to do. All right. Th there's nothing wrong with that. Only thing about a job is that, I mean, you could be fired the next day, but people never bring that up either. So uh, the thing to point out is that the father, more importantly, wanted us to live out his word. All right. He wanted us to exercise our faith that way. All right. So in order for us to accept what the father has given us or his design plans for man, we have to release thoughts. We have to release these things. We have to ch exchange our way of thinking. That's why, you know, and I'm bringing up Abraham a lot because that's who we're going to talk about in a second, but it's because he used what he was designed to do and lived it out. You know, we talk about him going down in the hall of fame of faith, or he's uh, considered when you bring up faith, you know, you have to bring up Abraham. Um, and since I'm talking about it, let's go ahead and get to that. I didn't, but before we do that, <laughs> I do want to skip the next one. I do have to mention the next one and I'm not trying to backtrack, but the other one here before we get into Abraham, uh, talking about Abraham is modern science. And the reason I say that is because, you know, people, science, a lot of times people say that science is what they believe in, is what's proven. Uh, but the thing is, is that science a lot of times is just trying to explain the things that are already here on earth. Uh, science doesn't discover anything. The laws are already here. Gravity was here before man gave gravity a name. All right. So a lot of times what man is doing when it comes to modern day science there is it's a rediscovery. All right. And so the thing is, is that those people, um, I'll say in earlier times or, you know, a lot of times we say back in the day, our grandfathers and great grandfathers and grand great grandmothers they had ways of um, using different methods of, of healing themselves without modern day medicine. You know, modern science will have us to believe that everybody just dies super early. But I see people, you know, <laughs> without the uh, technology that we had, you know, they were still living in their 80s and 90s. You know, there have been stories of people who've lived to be, you know, 110 years old. So <laughs> if our science is supposed to, it seems more so like now that modern day science is killing people from all the chemicals and food rather than saving them. All right. But that's just my thing is that people put their, their, um, their faith or their hope, their belief in these things, because, uh, we know that faith is knowing and people know these things are going to work for them. All right. That's, that's what they believe. They have this idea that these things are going to work for me. I know they are. And that's the way we're supposed to, that's the same idea we're supposed to have about the word. I know this word is going to work for me. I know that it's going to do what it says it does. All right. So, um, and that was the same way that Abraham lived. And that's why he lived as a foreigner here on earth. All right. Um, and the, the thing about Abraham, you know, if we look at, um, because I'll say it here, faith is like a muscle. Okay. And if we look at, uh, weightlifters or we look at 
I say great athletes, like I say, Abraham goes down in the Hall of, Hall of Fame of Faith, you know, Abraham will be one of those heavy, list, heavy lifters in faith because faith is like a muscle. Uh, the more you use your faith, the more it grows. And the problem is, is that um, lots of times that we as people, we don't allow our faith. We There's a thing that, that can, you know, if you, um, you can stunt a child's growth. You know, if you are not giving a child proper nutrition. All right. So if you're not giving that word proper or if you're not giving yourself that belief system that you have proper nutrition, then you're stunning your growth in the word. All right. And so what I'm saying is because we know that faith scripture talks about it. Faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing. That's how faith comes. So if we're listening to uh, things such as, you know, if your kids just listen to hip hop all the time, all they watch was uh, music videos, if all they look at is like TikTok, then they're going to try to become like those rappers. They're going to try to become like those influencers because that's all they see and that's all they hear. All right. So if I hear the word, then I'm going to try to become like the word. All right. Um, so let's go ahead and read it here. Uh, what made you know, just looking at the level of, of Abraham, you know, when you look at highlight reels, you go back and you look at, you know, the greatest dunks of all time, the greatest touchdowns of all time. Well, the thing we're going to look at here is when it comes to Abraham exercising his faith, this is a highlight reel in scripture, if, if I can put it that way, of what he did. All right. So and this was um, if you all don't know, um, go go ahead and read and bear sheath. But Abraham was going to offer up his son, a son that was promised to him, a son that he had in his old age, a son that, you know, when when Elohim said, you know, you're going to have a son, you know, uh, his wife at that time, Sarai, she laughed. All right. And so um, the thing about Abraham was that he actually because he believed he was able to carry his family on his faith. All right. So let's look at here. This one and only son that he had. What did Elohim have him do with this one and only son? And it came to be after these events that Elohim tried Abraham and said to him, Abraham, and he said, here I am. And he said, take your son. Now, your only son, Yissi, whom you love and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as an ascending offering on one of the mountains, which I command you. And Abraham rose early in the morning and saddled his donkey and took of his young men with him and Yissi, his son, he split the wood for the ascending offering and arose and went to the place which Elohim had commanded him. So we see here that Abraham was going to offer his son. That's what he went to do. He went to offer his one and only son uh, up to Elohim. All right. And we know that this was a son that Elohim had promised him. Now it's like, you're going to tell me to offer a son that you promised me? But the thing is, is that Abraham's faith was so strong or he uh, scripture talks about that Abraham about him walking with Elohim. So when it talks about it's talking about him living by faith. So because Abraham lived what he believed, we see that he had no problem exercising what he believed, which was the commands of Elohim. All right. He had no problem with carrying out with, with carrying it out, no matter how it seemed. And what we see here is that there's one and only son that the father promised to him. 
However, many of us today, when we have the slightest inconvenience, you know, we're saying, well, I, I couldn't do it because of this or I couldn't do it because of that. You know, there's always an excuse of why not to live by faith. But that's never the father's plan. The father isn't full of excuses. When the father speaks, you know, he's carrying out his word. You know, the father and his word are one. There, There's no excuses for his being. And we are to be just like the father. You know, we're born again. We have that do right nature. So we have everything in us to live a consistent life of faith. All right. Now, the thing is, is that if we just continue to live in absence of light or knowledge of truth, according to Elohim's will, then what we're doing is we're operating in ignorance and ignorance is darkness. All right. So let's look at this slide. Let's end on this slide here. Ignorance of design births abuse and exploitation. And so the, the main culprit of this, uh, if you're looking for an example, is religion. All right. And so let's look at Yeshua when he was uh, talking to uh, these religious leaders. All right. Then Yeshua spoke to the crowds and to his taught ones, saying, the scribes and the Pharisees sit on the seat of Moshe. Therefore, whatever they say to you to guard, guard and do. But do not do according to their works, for they say and do not do. This is Matthew 23 and 1 through 3. All right, so we see here that they were obviously not living by faith. They were hypocrites, okay? And so they didn't live what they taught. And we know this is uh, hypocrites are one type of people that Elohim hates is because what you're portraying is a lie. You're looking one way and living another. That's a life of hypocrisy. All right. And so that's the opposite of living by faith. So when we are actually have ignorance of our design, then like I say, it births abuse because if you don't understand this, that this is what you were designed to do, then you're abusing um your design so someone can uh abuse i'll say a phone because they're not using that phone for what it was designed to do um they're abusing it by you know uh constantly using it just for a flashlight all right uh when it was designed to do so much more all right um and then by using a flashlight all the time they're running down the battery tearing up the battery different things like that and then when it comes to exploitation that's what uh, religion does because people don't know who they are and how they're supposed to live according to the word religion tells you and that that becomes a part of indoctrination all right so that's why it's so important to understand the design of man because a lot of people's convictions uh, may be built based off of re uh, religion indoctrination instead of the word okay so again <laughs> we were designed to live by faith as you all can see we were designed to have a you know we are compromised of a belief system all right uh and so when people accept ideas everything we do it goes through that six stages of conformity and um we have to be aware of how the father wants us to live and when it comes to living by faith that the father never again in intended for us to fail but to live a life of success uh, for Yeshua said in himself that he came to give us life and life more abundantly. And everything that Yeshua did, Yeshua did it as a man. But we know that Yeshua was uh, the living tabernacle, that living word. So everything that he did, we are supposed to do. So he gave us an example of how to live by faith in the earth. All right. Once again, thank you all and shalom.